You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out on a Friday. Happy weekend to everybody. If you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, if you're listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, if you are watching on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream, you and 50,000 other people cannot be wrong by subscribing so you could see us and everybody here on the Fantasy Sports Network. You know, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. We got a big show for you on a Friday. No, 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 you can play it because I got my man, Chris Bavona, the manimal on the ones and twos. What he does is keep it so hot that we sweat steam. And he's going to take good care of you, the callers and the listeners, because later on in the show, I'll let you know. But we're going to open up the phones at 844-843-6879. I'm going to help answer everybody's questions. I hope them get a W in lucky week number 13 in many leagues this is the end of the regular season. A lot of people with win and they get into the playoff kind of scenarios. I'm going to try and help my hashtag stats over beat Cypher as much as I can. As always on a Friday, though, I'm going to give out my DFS lineup. We're going to have our guy, Chris, the analyst Ventra. It's your boy. He's going to call in a little bit later on. and We're going to talk DFS for week 13. We're also going to talk about the home dogs and the big spreads as usual. And that brings me to Thursday night football. Once again, the people and speeds got it wrong. I said at the end of the show yesterday, something like 76% of you liked Washington as a road favorite. I got to start listening to myself. How many times have I said it on this show that I always love the home dogs, that I love the home team on Thursday night football? Well, the Cowboys fit both of those criteria, yet I told you that I liked Washington. I got to listen to myself and fade the public sometimes. I did get Thursday night football pretty wrong, but I have rationale for or why, and we'll talk about it. Then we'll flip this trend forward, okay? We'll see if the home dog trend continues. There's a couple of cases where I definitely think it will, and some where I think you're okay to lay the points with the uh, road favorite. We'll talk about that, and I got a poll question up on it as well. Which home dog do you think has the best chance to win outright this Sunday. The Bills are getting eight and a half points at home against the Pats. The Jets are getting a field goal at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cards are getting a touchdown at home against the Los Angeles Rams. And then the Seahawks on Sunday night football are getting five and a half against the 10 and one Philadelphia Eagles. On Monday night, you get the same situation. The Bengals are getting points at home against the Steelers. We'll talk about that on Monday, though. So which of those four on Sunday you think I have the best chance to keep this trend going and win outright, you can fit, hit me up on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds to answer the poll, ask me questions, and of course, you can hit me up on the phones at 844-843-6879. We'll answer some YouTube questions at the end of the show as well. Week 13 is upon us. Home Dogs, DFS, and your questions when we come back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Oh, oh. 
Hey, I'm Frank Stanfield, and here is Greg Sussman of the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. What can you tell me about the DKMS Big Game Challenge? All you need to do is answer four trivia questions correctly, and you are going to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. How do I get involved? Keep listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day and find out when we're playing. The showtime changes to make sure you're always locked and loaded. I'm in. And you can be in, too. Just make sure you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day up until the big game because we're trying to give away tickets for you in Minnesota. It's the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What up, cuz? What up, blood? What up, gangsta? We back here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on a football Friday, getting ready for lucky week 13. A lot of people in the stats over beats Cypher are going to be asking questions because they're in, like, you know, winner get in kind of scenarios. To be quite honest, though, stats over beats Cypher, my crew on Fantasy Freestyle. They got their playoff spots locked up. They're competing for buys and regular season prize money, if you want to know the truth. And so we got to get it started by helping them out. And we're going to start, as we always do, with the news and notes and practice reports around the NFL. First of all, um, McVay out there in uh, Los Angeles with the Rams says Robert Woods, with that shoulder injury, he still may be two weeks away. He might not play again until week 15. So you got to start thinking about if he's worth that roster spot if you are in, really in a crunch. You may need to cut bait if you need that. Uh, you know, that, that roster spot for that push. I also believe it's a great opportunity for Cooper Cup. I'll talk a little bit more about that, I think, when my DFS lineup comes out later on in the show. The Packers have also sent Ty Montgomery to... IR, thus effectively ending his season. So it's going to be Jamal Williams and maybe Aaron Jones riding it out for the rest of the season for the pack. Um, Shady McCoy didn't practice today. He popped up on the injury report yesterday with a knee injury, and yesterday they still said he was a full participant in practice. He didn't practice today. Um, they're saying they could play, he could play without them practicing, that sort of thing, but Tra- Tavares Cadet would be the next man up there, I believe, in Buffalo. Keep an eye on that. I'm very interested to see if Shady McCoy gets a full complement of snaps, if he can, in fact, go against the uh, New England Patriots. Um, Aaron Jones was limited today. I think it's trending in the right direction. He may, in fact, get some snaps, and he may play. That would hurt Jamal Williams, but uh, Aaron Jones will be a true game-time decision with that knee. Adrian Peterson will also be a true game-time decision with that neck injury for Arizona. It would be DJ Foster up next of all people, although I don't know if you want to trust that with your playoffs on the line. Richard Matthews also looks like a true game-time decision. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is questionable, but he should go. Greg Olson got in a limited practice, so he might be able to go also for Carolina. Alex Collins got in a limited uh, practice. He's listed as questionable, but he should be on the good side of that and go for the Baltimore Orioles. And sad story, Casey Hayward, uh, the cornerback for the Chargers, his brother, was killed in a car accident earlier this week. So Casey Hayward is with his family, and he will be questionable not only because of a calf injury that he's had, but because of those personal reasons. So our best regards go out to the Hayward family after that accident. It does, however, mean, though, remember, like Josh Gordon and Corey Coleman, they may have a little bit of a better matchup this week against the Chargers. Also, um, Sterling Shepard removed from the injury report. He'll come back after those migraines. Mike Davis for Seattle removed through the injury report. It looks like 
like he's going to go for the Seattle Seahawks. I like Mike Davis. I just don't like him this week against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Mike Davis could, however, be the Seahawks running back of choice down the stretch. And remember, Devontae Freeman is back. He won't be limited. I think he's in the back end RB1 conversation this week, even against the Minnesota Vikings. Out this week, Kelvin Benjamin has been ruled out. Zay Jones, Charles Clay picking up the slack. Chris Hogan ruled out. Let me tell you something. There's no timeline for his return, okay? He's going to be missing another couple weeks. I think it's viable. You could, you know, if you need the roster spot, you can cut Chris Hogan. I don't think at this point he's missed, what, five, six games? Even if he does come back, he's going to need, you know, to get himself, his legs, and his wind back under him. You don't want a player that's going through that process for you in week 14 or 15 when you're in the fantasy playoffs. Doug Martin has also been ruled out. Remember, he's in the concussion protocol. So to me, that means a little bit more pop quiz, jock quiz, Rodgers. All right. I told you about Thursday night football game last night again. Cowboys beat the Washington football team 38-14. to Remember, the over-under was 47. The Cowboys were two-point home dogs. I said Washington and the under. I was wrong. I admit it. But here's the thing. I go against my own damn trends. I, how many times my stats overbeat Cypher? How many times have you heard me this season say the home dogs? I love the home dogs. But I didn't go with the home dog. How many times have you heard me say, I love the home team on Thursday night football. I love the home team on Thursday night football. Dallas checked both of those boxes. And I didn't go for it. Here's what happened, though. I think that punt return touchdown really changed the momentum of this game. And the other thing that did was the Washington turnovers, okay? Kirk Cousins, two interceptions and a fumble. Jamison Crowder with the fumble as well. You're not going to win many games when you turn the ball over four times, especially on the road. And those are the kind of things that, you know, the home team and the Thursday night football home team, that's the kind of things you get in your favor. The turnovers, the special teams plays, you know, that really can change the emotion of the crowd and get it going it was kind of a stale slow moving game in the first and second quarter until that punt return by switzer you know so i think that was interesting also remember this those offensive linemen lyle collins zach martin back in their normal spots and that's what really allowed them i think to get a game script that they were up early in this game 10 17 nothing that allowed them to pound alfred morris and alfred morris that was the move 27 carries 127 yards and a touchdown but it was in fact the game script that allowed that to happen very similar to how i say you know let's Davis Murray was able to be, you know, kind of the Minnesota Vikings back over the last couple of weeks because the Vikings were up big. That's why Rod Smith did not do it, even though I know I admitted I had him as a potential diamond in the rough in the game last night. The game script did not work in his favor. He did get a touchdown that saved his night, but 10 carries for 27 yards is not what you wanted. That touchdown really saved you, so he still got about nine points, which is viable. If that's what you were trying to get out of Rod Smith, you couldn't have really been expecting too much more. Ryan Grant on the Washington side entered the fray as well. Remember I said that the pie was really going to be uh, Samaj P. Ryan, Josh Dotson, and Jameson Crowder? Vernon Davis, well, well, Grant is getting involved as well. Touchdown saved Josh Dotson's night. He would have been three for 26 else, you know, otherwise. Josh Dotson, once again, not making catches on some 50-50 balls. Um, Crowder would have been even better, but he did have that fumble. But I still think Jamison Crowder, J-Mo, the pickleback man, is uh, where it's at for this pass offense moving forward. All right, what I do got to do is, I, like I always say, I want to talk about these home dogs. I have the poll question up there as well. 
Buffalo Bills are giving eight and a half points to the Patriots or getting eight and a half to the Patriots at home. I think you lay these points. I think the Pats are on full-on FU mode right now. I think they blow by. And the thing is, the Buffalo Bills, remember, they have been getting gashed lately in the run game. I think Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead both have good games. You know, McCoy popped up on the injury report. Uh... Kelvin Benjamin not playing. I don't know how Buffalo scores that much. Tyrod Taylor is on his last legs up there in Buffalo. You know, after a hot start, it's sort of unraveling for the Bills. I think the Patriots win this game going away. I think they could win this game by double digits. Call it a 31-17 kind of game. I would lay the points and still take New England. The New York Jets are getting three points at home. Now, the Jets have been a better team, and this is going to be the one of these that I think people disagree with me the most. But I lay the points. I think the Chiefs are going to have a bounce-back week this week. I think the hate has gone too far on the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Kareem Hunt has a little bit of a bounce-back. I think Alex Smith has a good game and is not turning the ball over, going downfield a little bit more once again. I kind of think the Chiefs bounce back. And people are starting to think like the Jets are a good team. The Jets are not a good team. I understand that the Kansas City Chiefs' pass defense has been giving it up, but Josh McCown gives it up as well. All right, so I actually like the Chiefs to win this game and keep their hold on first place in the AFC West, all right? I think that the hate has gone a little bit too far for Kansas City. I think they win this game, and I think they do it by more than three points. I can see this game being, you know, a 21-13 kind of game, a 24-17 kind of game, a 23-14 kind of game. I think the Chiefs win, and I don't think the backdoor cover comes from the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The next one is the Arizona Cardinals. They are get giving um, excuse me they're getting seven points against the Los Angeles Rams in Arizona here I take the points I take the Cardinals mostly because it's a divisional matchup okay I think Patrick Peterson can shut down um, Sammy Watkins I think Blaine Gabbard has played okay and I think the Rams could win this game but I don't think they do it by double digits or more than a touchdown especially in a division matchup I think this one could be close I think you could also get a backdoor cover here maybe the Rams are up you know in this game 27-14 and then they get that last touchdown Arizona in garbage time to make it like a 27-21 kind of game I think that could happen I would take the points and the cards against the Los Angeles Rams. And the last one is the Seahawks. When have the Seahawks gotten five or six points at home against anybody and not been the play? I like the Seahawks in this one, okay? I like the Seahawks in this one. I would take the points. And the reason why is because this is the first time that the Philadelphia Eagles were really on that prime time national stage against like a blue collar team, a blue blood kind of team. These Seahawks They are competing for their playoff lives. You still got the 12th man to deal with. I think the Eagles could win this game. I think they could score some points. But I don't think anyone's blowing Russell Wilson out. He always pulls plays out of his hind parts. And I think he'll do enough to get a backdoor cover. I don't think Philly's blowing out the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. I got to say that. All right. When we come back, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring in my guy, Chris the Analyst Ventra. It's your boy. And when he comes in, what we're going to do is we're going to talk DFS lineups for week 13. I know a lot of people are spending money. Cyber Monday just passed. You got to buy some gifts. What you need to do is hit on this DFS lineup, and then you get a little bit of extra cash. And I'm going to give you my plays. We'll hear from Ventra as well. Come on right back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Hashtag stats over beats right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DFS cash coming up. 
You think you've got the playoffs in the bag? You think you're the man? Make sure you listen to Fantasy Football Gold every Saturday night, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't make it because you got a life on Saturday night, you go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe to Fantasy Gold. Matt Modica, Tony Sincana give you two hours of everything you need to know when you put in your lineup Sunday morning. And if you don't win a title and listen to us, I can't help you. Fantasy Gold, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app. FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. You know what it is. This is Spitting Statistician over here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're doing big things and it is time to talk DFS for Lucky Week 13. Maybe you'll get lucky and win a little bit of cash and upgrade all those presents you're buying for the holiday season. I got to tell you something before we get into it, okay? With the lineups that we're about to give, my man Chris the Analyst Ventra speeds the Spitting Statistician. What you could do is take it. You could maybe you know, make a little derivative of it and put it. Go go on over to www.fantasyfactor.com. Okay, I love fantasyfactor.com because it is all single entry tournaments, flatter prize pools, uh, smaller contests. So really. It's perfect for the guy or gal dipping their toe in the DFS water. You really get a chance. You're not competing against these algorithms and people who have 50, 100, 150 lineups in a multi-entry contest because they got single-entry contests at FantasyFactor.com. You could also go on over to DailyRoto.com or RotoExperts.com slash DKMS. We are doing a free roll every week of the NFL season, okay? If you win that tournament. You go to week 17 in the finals against all the other winners from week 1 through 16. You win that tournament, we are here at the Fantasy Sports Network in our collaboration with DKMS. We are giving you tickets for two to the big game up in Minnesota in early February. And listen, even if you don't win, you're still a winner at life because you learn about how you can support the fight against blood cancer. Maybe be a bone marrow donor or a blood donor and really help out. That's the Fantasy Sports Network and DKMS. But now we bring in my guy, Chris, the analyst, Ventra. It's your boy. How you doing, Chris? What's good? It's your boy. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Let's dive right in. I think there's a lot of opportunity here. We got some injuries and some next man up situations, which could provide some interesting lineups here for Lucky Week 13. Let's start at the quarterback position, Chris. Where are you going at quarterback? Right now, I'm I'm sticking with. I'm having a lot of trouble this week. I don't know why, but I'm having trouble making a good lineup. But I'm, right now, I'm going with Rivers. At quarterback at eight thousand, okay. uh, but he doesn't really fit well into my full salary. That's the problem. I'm, I'm not, you know, using my whole salary here. Interesting. But I like Rivers the best this week. Okay, and Rivers has been hot lately with the reemergence of Keenan Allen. I mean, 434 yards and three touchdowns on Thanksgiving. He has had, you know, two touchdowns the last few weeks as well. I like that. Tony um, 
Tony Sincata had Phillip Rivers in his poll as one of the top quarterbacks as well. Chris, I'm going with Russell Wilson. I'm paying up, and I'm going with Russell Wilson. I like Russell Wilson against this Philadelphia Eagles pass defense. I think the Eagles score, and the Seahawks will have to score to try to keep up with them. You know they can't run the ball, especially against this number one ranked Philly uh, run defense. So I think this is going to be all Russell Wilson. I know they're going to get a great pass rush because the offensive line is blunt guts trash for Seattle as well, but that means more rushing potential for Russell Wilson, and I like that too. So he's my quarterback at 8,200. Let's move now. Um, Chris, I mean, if you got Phillip Rivers, I can only assume that one of your wide receivers is Mr. Keenan Allen, who has blown up the last couple of weeks. Am I correct on that? That's absolutely right. All right, so talk talk to me about that wideouts, Keenan Allen, and who else? Keenan Allen, I'm going with there. Then I'm going a little bit uh, lower with Adam Thielen. Ooh, I got a Thielen. Wheeling and Thielen. Nice, wheeling and Thielen. All right there. I like what you're doing, Ventra. And then uh, wide out three, I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. I'm going to ride that hot hand because right now it seems like the only receiver yes. in Green Bay that's getting it done week after week lately. Yeah, I like that a lot. I really like that Devontae Adams play. Tony Sincata likes it as well. I think the Packers up against the Tampa Bay Bucks, a bottom 10 pass defense. I think the Bucks have also sort of mailed it in. I think they know they are not contending. They didn't get the they didn't meet expectations this year. I think like the Giants, they're booking their tee times for the golf course in early January already. And and also, you know, they're going up to Green Bay. They're a Florida team going up to the cold in December. I think that could be an issue as well. I think Brett Hundley has gotten a little bit better as the weeks have gone along. And and you're absolutely right, Chris. Devontae Adams has been his number one wide receiver. So it sounds like you got Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, and then who was the third again? Wheeling and Thielen. Oh, right. Wheeling and Thielen. I like that. Marcus Trufant. Marcus Trufant might be out for the Atlanta Falcons also, which really bolsters the case. And I got a feeling that you could be right. With Adam, I like that a lot. Hey, uh, Chris, remember I said I got Russell Wilson, so I'm stacking him with Doug Baldwin. I got to have Doug Baldwin against that Philadelphia Eagles pass defense, which is, I think, something like 30th or 31st in the league. You know Dougie Baldwin can do big things. Teach me how to Dougie. I also have DeAndre Hopkins in my lineup against a bad Tennessee Titans pass defense. And let me tell you something. DeAndre Hopkins is number two in the NFL in targets. Targets mean the opportunity, and that's what you need to accumulate points in DFS. I don't care if Tom Savage is a, is a bad quarterback. I don't care if DeAndre Hopkins only catches 50% of the targets that come his way because he might get 14 targets so that I could still be 7 for 110 and a touchdown and give me DeAndre Hopkins in what I think is a plus matchup at $8,000. And my third wideout I'm going Cooper Cup. I was telling everybody how much I like Cooper Cup last week, and he went for one, 8 for 116. Robert Woods is still out. Okay, and the thing is, against the Arizona Cardinals, you know Patrick Peterson has the ability to shut people down, but he's going to shut down Sammy Watkins on the other side. Cooper Cup is living in the slot. I like him to get, you know, six, seven, eight grabs and 100 yards again for these Los Angeles Rams. So I'm going D-Hop, Doug Baldwin, and Cooper Cup. What about at tight end? Where are you going? I think there's some very interesting plays. And, Chris, do you believe this? On Lineup Lock Live, you know how we make the people's lineup? The people. Yep. The people are going with Ricky Seals-Jones as their tight end this week. Ricky Seals-Jones. They're going with the the recency bias. Exactly. They got the recency bias strong. Where are you going at tight end, Chris? I'm actually going with it. I guess it's kind of a recency bias thing, too, but I think he's kind of falling under the radar. It's only 5,400. 
Hunter Henry. I'm stacking him with Rivers and Keenan Allen. Interesting. I think that I think that Rivers is going to have to throw a lot in this game. Cleveland's pretty good against the run. Uh, I think obviously the Chargers should get the ball a lot. The Chargers right. D should do well with their offense. So the more times the ball's in the hands for Rivers, the more opportunities for Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen. I know you say you like Hunter Henry moving forward because you think that Antonio Gates is no longer a viable option. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I think Hunter Henry is also a great dynasty stash for next year. I like that. You know what? Um, Tony also likes the Los Angeles Chargers defense, and that's a similar thesis to what you're saying right now, Chris, this idea that, you know, the Browns might turn it over a few times. They may have some short fields, and Rivers and that Chargers offense may have multiple possessions, so you're going back to the well. You're heavy on the Chargers this week with Rivers, Keenan Allen, and Hunter Henry. I am also out on the West Coast, but I am in the Bay Area and Oakland. I'm going with Jared Cook at 5500 Very similar price point to what you just said with Hunter Henry, but check this out. I mean, the Giants, you know how the Giants have given it up to the tight end all season long. Right, they had a streak where they the tight end scored almost every week. I think that was snapped a couple of weeks ago, right? But then also these Raiders are without Amari Cooper. They're without Michael Crabtree. Someone has to pick up the slack. It might be beast mode, and they just ground and pound. But I think Jared Cook is going to be an interesting part of this offense on Sunday. He's my tight end at fifty five hundred. Where are you going defensively, Chris? I'm actually going. Even further with the Chargers. I'm nice. Four Chargers. I'm going Chargers D as well. I'm really stacking them hard. They got to hit hard for me. Otherwise, I miss completely. Okay, fair enough. So you are all in on the Los Angeles Chargers. Let me ask you this, Chris. You think the Chargers have a chance in the AFC West? I mean, they're getting hot at the right time. It looks like they have a decent schedule down the stretch. And it looks like people really think that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are running out of steam. You think the Chargers have a chance in that division? I absolutely think the Chargers, especially that Oakland's kind of falling apart right. now. Their defense is never Oakland good. and Kansas City, and you know, good. and you know, Denver's unraveling as well. Yeah, well, Denver's yeah, Denver's now they're past their their prime years. I think you know they might have to rebuild at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Chargers actually have a shot to maybe win this division now, and I think that's the only way they could probably really get in. They're going to have to fight for it, and they always play these close games, so yep. I, I think they can do it. But I think they might be, once again, full short at the end or something. Okay. It'll be a heartbreaking thing. They always are. It could be another one like that for the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers. But listen, they're only one game back. If they beat the Cleveland Browns, you know, and there's some... Uh there's some potential for them to get right back into it with the AFC West. I am paying up for my defense. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. They're at home against Indianapolis. And listen, we know about that offensive line in Indianapolis. We also know that the Jacksonville Jaguars have not won but two games this year where they have had 10 sacks. I don't know if they're going to get 10, but I do think they're going to get a boatload against this Indianapolis Colts offensive line. They are at home. They need to win in order to stay in the top of that division along with the Tennessee Titans. The Jaguars are in December and have something to play for. I don't know the last time anybody could have uttered those words, but I like Jacksonville at 5,600. Hey, Chris, what are you doing this weekend, man? How's uh, What's life like on a December weekend for the analyst? Uh, this weekend, I'm actually, I'm working with you guys. I'm going to be uh, at 
FNTSY tomorrow, and nice. I'll be there Sunday while you're doing DFS lineup lock. All right, so you're going to be here on lineup lock live on Sunday morning with Dane Martinez, Maria Marino, Corey Parsons, and Emery Hunt. Oh, Venture, you're going to love it. We bring in Dr. A from Inside Injuries. We bring in Tony Sincata for DFS. We bring in our guy, Jake Seeley, the all-in kid. You've probably heard the commercials. If you listen to this network, you've definitely heard the commercials, and as Maria Marino tells you, it is so good, so much fun. Oh, yeah. But do me a favor, Chris. If you're working, can you bring me some eggs or something? Because apparently I do need <laughs> eggs after four hours on a Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to kick off Eastern. I'm glad that you're going to be with us this Sunday morning, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one thing. We forgot. What about our running back? We didn't talk running backs? Oh, snap, no. we didn't talk running backs because we went straight from quarterbacks. to. Okay, give me your quarter. Give me. Oh, man, we're up against the break. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the phone lines. So holla at me at 844-843-6879. Chris, do me a favor. Tell Chris Bavona over the break who your running backs are. I'll represent those. I'll give mine out as well. And then we'll open up the phone lines and answer the questions of the stats over beat cipher. I'm sorry, Chris, I forgot. But we'll get your positions represented (laughs) here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. You want to hear his running backs, don't you? Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Murder. Whatever happened to Ja Rule? I gotta find out what's up with Ja Rule. You know Ja Rule was like, I wonder who's taller, Ja Rule or Kevin Hart. Both of them are wee, both of them are wee men. But a uh, big shout out to Ja Rule. It's murder, murdering. You know what it is. And what about um all those guys? I, I, you know, he was hot for a hot second out there. But in any event, we were just talking with Chris, the analyst, Ventra. And I was so excited that he's going to join us. And help produce uh, Sunday lineup lock 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 live this week. That I completely forgot about his DFS running backs. He let me know who he's got over the break, and I'm gonna tell you something. I like his running backs. Okay, we both have um, Jordan Howard. In our lineups, we both have Jordan Howard at 7,500 on FanDuel going up against those San Francisco 49ers who still have a bottom three run defense. I think, listen, there are not many bell cows left in the NFL, and I think Jordan Howard is a guy who can get 20, 25 carries if the game script is right. The Chicago Bears are better at home, so maybe the game script will be right. I like Jordan Howard as well. He is in my lineup. I like him a lot. Um, my other running back is Dion Lewis at 6,300. I actually think the the Patriots have streamlined their committee a little bit, and I think it is Deion Lewis in early down work, and I think it's Rex Burkhead as the pass-catching guy. I think uh, Deion Lewis is going to do well. You've seen how Buffalo has been gashed in the last month by the run games of other teams, uh, whether it be the Chargers or the Panthers. I really like Deion Lewis as well. And then Chris is going with Kareem Hunt at 6,900. Um, I think that's interesting. I do think the hate has gone a little bit too far on the Kansas City Chiefs in the last couple of weeks. I think they might have 
have a little bit of a bounce back game and show some pride. I mentioned that as well when I talked about my home dogs, and I do not think the Jets are one that I would use as a home dog this week. All right. It's like I said, my favorite time of the day. It's time to open up the phone to the hashtag stats over beat cipher. You know the number to call. It's 844-843-6879. I got to say first, though, big shout out to my man Craig. On Twitter at Dusty, he sent me a link and showed me, "Yo, there's mad dilly dilly merchandise out there right now." The Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to take over on this with a little Pittsburgh Steelers logo. There is also apparently some dilly dilly ugly holiday sweaters out there for sale. Check this out, stats over beat cipher. I might have to get one. I think I might have to get one and wear a dilly dilly holiday sweater here on the Fantasy Freestyle. If you like that idea, let me know. Let me know which dilly-dilly ugly holiday sweater you want me to buy, and then maybe uh, I'll raise a little GoFundMe campaign with the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher, and we'll get that going. But let's get to the StatsOverBeatCypher right now on the phones, and we start off with VJ in Houston down in H-Town. You're on the StatsOverBeatCypher on the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds. How can we help you get a W in Lucky Week 13, VJ? What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Listen to the show. I'm in four leagues, three in playoffs because of y'all's advice. Yo, I appreciate so, that. Let's uh, keep it going. Let's keep yeah. it going and get that bag. Last, last team, I'm on the I'm on the brink of making playoffs. All I right. really have to win this week. Playoffs yeah. start next week. It's a half-point PPR, 12-person league. Now, I have a flex option, Jermaine Curse or Cordell Patterson. One of those got to go in. And then running back, I got to pick two of these three, Joe Mixon, Isaiah Crowell, and Derrick Henry. Okay, fair enough. Let's talk wide receivers. First, VJ, I like um, I like Curse this week against the Chiefs. I really do like Curse this week against the Chiefs. I um, I think Josh McCown is going to find Jermaine Curse and Robbie Anderson. I think this passing attack is actually getting a little bit better, and the Chiefs passing defense is no so good. I like Jermaine Curse because when it looks to Oakland, I understand the Corderell Patterson idea. I actually think it's going to be Seth Roberts. I actually think it's going to be Jared Cook, and I think it's going to be Marshawn Lynch that carry the Raiders to victory. So give me Jermaine Curse there. On the other side on the running backs vj it was mixing crowell and who else and then i have on my bench derrick henry and jakeese rogers right now i'm starting mixing and crowell but i have the option of henry i would put rogers. in i'd put in henry over crowell i like henry i don't know if you heard mike malarkey this week he said that he thinks he has two starters and if you listen to the show all the time vj you know i have for a while been thinking that henry is ascending and demarco murray is descending and he's the aging running back that's banged up all the time and uh i like this matchup also for the tennessee titans um i against houston i um I would go Henry in for Crowell. I would go Henry in for Crowell because think about it also. You think Cleveland's probably going to be down, right? And when they're down in games, it's Duke Johnson that's on the field for them, not Isaiah Crowell. So I would go with Mixon and Derrick Henry. I hope it works out for you, VJ. Let's get four for four. Thanks for the kind words about Speeds and everybody out there on the Fantasy Sports Network. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is Johnny in Chi-Town. We're going to the Windy City for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. What's going on, Johnny? on. How you feeling? Let's get you a W. All right, so I got a flex spot, and I'm really struggling with this one, and right. I made the mistake of asking too many people. Ah, and I'm getting, you're getting every answer. Every, every so answer. that just clouds the – yeah, so I'm probably just going to give you another answer and just cloud it all up, but what do we got? Yeah, but you're, you're good, so. <laughs> Thank you. Marquise Lee or Derek McKinnon? Is this PPR or standard? PPR. All right. 
Uh, I don't know how many of your people are saying one or the other, but my position on this is fairly strong. I got to tell you, I like Jarek McKinnon. I like Jarek McKinnon in this matchup um, because of a couple reasons. One, it's PPR, right? So um, I believe a couple of things about these games. I believe that the Vikings-Falcons game is going to be one of the more competitive games that the Vikings have been in in the last month or so. And the Vikings have been up big in games, and that's why Latavis Murray has been getting the production instead of Jarek McKinnon. But I think this is going to be a more competitive game, and I think McKinnon sees more snaps. I think McKinnon goes back to being a productive running back for the Minnesota Vikings. On the flip side, as it relates to Marquise Lee, the Jaguars have the Indianapolis Colts. This is It comes down to game script again in this one. All right there, Johnny? I think that this is a game that the Jaguars are going to ride Leonard Fournette. Remember, they don't actually want Blake Bortles trying to win games for them. What they want to do is get up early, ride that defense, and then ride that running game and shut it down. And I don't think Marquise Lee... Like, Marquise Lee had a like three-week stretch in there where he was doing really big things. But uh, let me remind you, Johnny, that was when like Leonard Fournette was hurt or suspended for missing the team picture, stuff like that. So give me Jarek McKinnon. I hope it doesn't just further muddle the picture for you, Johnny, and thanks for the kind words. I hope it works out for you to get up into the playoffs or whatever positioning you need. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, a true friend of the show, Dilly Dilly. We go to Pete and Shaolin. Hey, Pete, which ugly – do you think I should get one of those, a Dilly Dilly ugly holiday sweater? What do you think, Pete? (laughs) Hey, Dilly Dilly to you, my friend. No, actually, I I don't think I'm going to get one of them sweaters. If you remember what I said to you the other night, do you think they're going to throw Alfred Morris a bone? Yeah, he absolutely did it. You did? Good for you. 27 for 127 and a tud. Good for you, Pete. I like that. What happened? He's a a product of the game script. You know, they were up, so they were able to go Alfred Morris. And that's the same thing I just told this last caller with Jarek McKinnon versus Lat Murray. The same thing I told somebody else with Crowell versus Duke Johnson. You know, everyone thought Washington was going to get up on them, but no, Dallas got up on them, so they were able to do what they want to do, what they usually do with Zeke Elliott. They don't, you know, that turns Dak Dak into a more efficient passer, so he didn't turn it over anymore. They're not, they want Dak Prescott to be a game manager. They don't want the game to be on Dak's arm. When it was the last few weeks, he turned the ball over eight times in three games. They were able to do it the way they wanted. I'm so glad, Pete, that you had Alfred Morris, because I was not high on him. I'm glad you put him in your lineup. Keep it moving. What else can we do, Pete? Just a feeling. Okay, now I got a I got a, a a flyer here. Just a thought. What do you think about Tyrell Williams this week as a wide receiver too? Because Mike Williams is out for the Chargers. Right. What do you think about him as a little bit of a sleeper? And also, what do you think about the Allens? Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think that they're decent if you want to stash the Aarons in Green Bay for, you know, weeks 15 or 16, but obviously they're not playing right now. As it relates to Tyrell Williams, though, Pete, um... That's not a play I would do personally, okay? I hear you that there's no Mike Williams, but there is still Travis Benjamin. Keenan Allen has been a man-child lately. And here's the other thing. A lot thing, of mouths to feed, yes. Yeah, a lot of mouths to feed. You know my feelings on the fantasy herd. And don't forget about Hunter Henry either, okay? And also, the Chargers could be up big on the Browns, you know what I mean? And that means Melvin Gordon. So I would go away from Tyrell Williams, but I understand your thinking. Pete, holler at me on Sunday when we're doing Lineup Lock Live or next week when you're in the playoffs and we can keep on getting you a title. All right, Pete, thanks for the call. By the way, I picked up... uh 
I picked up uh, your quiz. Pop quiz, Jacquez Rogers. Let's see what he does. I yeah. like him this week in that spot for Doug Martin. Remember, Pop quiz was just fine the first couple of weeks of the season. We'll see if he could do it again yeah. against Green Bay. Dilly Dilly, as always. Have a great All right, weekend, Dave. Pete. Dilly Dilly. All right, up you next too, on babe. the Fantasy Freestyle is Derek. We go to the West Coast in California. Derek, you're on the stats over Beat Cypher with Speeds. How can we help you get a W for Week 13? Uh, what's, what's happening, man? I'm doing all right. All right. Hey, I'm in a... I'm in a 16-team PPR. Oh, big boy I, league. I, I like play, that. Yeah, I play with the men. That's you know what's what up. That's what's up. Um, I'm, in, I'm in second place. Nice. And I have a shot at first. Okay. But I've got to win this week. Got to right. win next week. All right. So this week, my, my dilemma is uh, Derek Carr or Tyrod Taylor. And for running back, is it Marshawn or Joe Mixon? All right. Um... So here's what I do in this situation, although I'm going to tell you right now that I understand going the opposite way. But if you want my advice and you called in, you're going to get my advice, Derek. On the quarterback, I like Tyrod Taylor. I love T-Mobile. I know the Patriots' defense has gotten much better lately. But remember, the, the theme of what I'm talking about is game script. The theme of what I'm talking about is game script here for you, Derek. And let me tell you something. I think the Bills are going to be down to New England. I think they're going to have to throw. I like the rushing potential of Tyrod Taylor as well. However, in Oakland, I think that the Raiders are going to be up on the Giants. So that means less passing. Carr doesn't have his familiar options. I think the the Raiders are going to be able to try to grind out that wind with Marshawn Lynch. So for you, I'm going Tyrod and I'm going Marshawn Lynch. I hope it works out for you, Derek. I like that you're playing in the big boy league when we come back we got one more caller i see you kenny out there and be more we're gonna answer your questions then we're gonna also talk to my man danny down there and see what's up in the youtube stream get some questions there and see what you guys are saying on the polls as well all that and more as we go to the weekend on the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network fantasy Freestyle. Buffalo Bills are getting eight and a half to the Patriots at home. I think you lay these points. I think the Pats are on full-on you mode right now. I think they blow by. I don't know how Buffalo scores that much. Tyrod Taylor is on his last legs up there in Buffalo. You know, after a hot start, it's sort of unraveling for the Bills. I think the Patriots win this game going away. I think they could win this game by double digits. Call it a 31-17 kind of game. I would lay the points and still take New England. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, helping you out for week 13. We got one more caller to get to here at the end of the show. It is Kenny in Baltimore. Anytime I hear about Baltimore, I think about my favorite TV show of all time, The Wire. Kenny, if you were a Wire Wire. fan, were you more of an Omar guy, a Marlo Stanfield guy, an Avon Barksdale guy, a Proposition Joe kind of guy, or do you not know what I'm talking about? What's up, Kenny? Of course, I. Hey, first off, Speeds, thanks for having me. Of course, of course, I know about the wire, man. So who are uh, you, I like, man? I always like Barksdale. You an Avon, but yeah, because like he was a true gangster, yeah, right? He's smooth. He was man. a true he's gangster. Just, he's smooth. Yeah, Stringer yeah, Bell was. was trying to be a businessman. Meanwhile, Avon was just like hey, a hardcore actual Avon gangster. Was just reckless and yep. wild. Man. I agree with you. I agree with you. I will say this though: my two favorite characters from that show are definitely Omar, Omar coming, and also Bubbles, oh, man. Omar. You're Bubbles. You gotta love Bubbles, right? But how can I help you get a W yeah, in Week 13? Bubbles annoyed me, man. Really? But I, I feel you. I feel Come on, yeah, he's yeah, the one was, character like you could root for in that show. 
I like Prop Joe. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I got yeah, you. Yeah, so he, give me he, a proposition, um, Kenny, right now for week thirteen, <laughs> and I'll give you what I think. All right, come on. All right, I got a uh, a ten man half point PPR league. All right. Uh, six out of the ten teams are all seven and five. So let's crunch oh, down all here. Right. Let's get a W. And I got a I got a, a flex question. All right, this have a good night, man. I got a flex question. I got two spots available. I got um. Right, well, first I'm excuse me. I need a running back and a flex. Gotcha. Right. Who are the players? I got on my bench. I got Kareem Hunt. I benched him. Michael Thomas, Jarek McKinnon, Rex Burkhead on my bench. Okay. I got. I need a running back. One running back. And uh, one flex out of those. All right, fair enough. I, uh, I'm i not going Michael Thomas, and that might surprise you. I'm picking out of these running backs, okay? Because it's half-point PPR, okay. I like Burkhead, and I like McKinnon. I like Burkhead, and I like McKinnon mostly because of the PPR stuff. I do, how I will say this also, Kenny. I think the hate on Kareem Hunt may have gone a little bit too far. You may have heard earlier in the show, our guy Chris the Analyst Venture yeah. has Kareem Hunt in his DFS lineup. I could see a bounce back. Out of Kareem Hunt. Kareem but I, is just perfectly so I know, bad, I know, dude. I, I know. In, I was in first place three Yeah, because he ago, was popping off at the beginning is, of the season. So if you're off Kareem yes. Hunt and, like, you know, you have, like, PTSD, you know, post-traumatic on him, then I'm going <laughs> McKinnon. I'm going McKinnon because I think he's going to be more viable than Lat Murray because I think that game is going to be closer against Atlanta. And then I also like okay. Rex Burkhead because I think he is the pass-catching back. I think the Patriots work him into the and end I zone. And Tom Brady. Oh, and that's a nice little stack. Yeah, do that. Then load up on those pats. I think they score a boatload of points against the Bills. I'll go Burkhead and McKinnon. Omar coming. And remember, when you come at the king, you best not miss, Kenny. All right, check it out. Yo, have a great week, my man. All right, hashtag stats over beats. Yo, um, we got this poll question up. And right now, 50% of you think that the Jets can win outright at home against the Chiefs. Remember, though, I've said it. I'm thinking this is the week the Chiefs come a little bit back. I think they have pride. I think they see that their lead in the AFC West is shrinking. The Chargers and the Raiders are now only one game back. Remember, the Chiefs have also been in this building a couple weeks ago when they played the Giants. I... Something inside tells me that there is a bounce back coming from the Kansas City Chiefs. I understand, though, if people have been burned too many times. I think of these, the best chance, believe it or not, is the Cardinals to win outright in a division game at home against the Rams. Hey, real quick, we got my man Danny down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Hey, what are the people on YouTube saying, Danny? We got any questions from the people? We do have questions. All right, we got time for one of them. Let's get it. All right, Freddie wants to know. He's in a PPR. He said he can pick two of these guys. We got Hunt. Williams and CMC? Uh, definitely CMC. Um, definitely Christian McCaffrey. And which Williams? Jamal Williams? Yes, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, listen, if Aaron Jones is playing as well, then I'm off Jamal Williams. But if Jamal Williams is the only guy left, then yeah, then it's Jamal Williams and CMC. Thanks for the question, Danny. Thanks to everybody out there on YouTube, everybody following, everybody tweeting, everybody liking. You know I love the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Hit me up, but not on Sunday because I won't respond. If you want it, hit me up now and give me the settings and I'll help you win that cash. Have a good weekend. Peace.